And hello, hello. When I was on KGO and KKSF, right? You're doing it on the internet now. I used to say, good afternoon, right? Hello, hello, good afternoon. Who the hell knows what time you're listening to now? You could be laying there in the middle of the night, not sleeping. You could be on some BART bus. You could be sitting in a car and there's significant others talking to you and you got the earbuds, earbuds in your, you know, your ears. You ain't listening to nothing except me. Thank you. So you can listen when you want. That's the joy of the Internet. It's there. You know what else is nice? I mean, this is going to destroy capitalism in America. No commercials, right? It's free. You just download it. No commercials, no breaks for nonsense. Nobody's going to sell you anything to enhance your sexuality. You know that crazy commercial where my kid slammed the door on me. Every time I heard that, I wanted to puke. There was some damn stupid commercials out there. These radio stations, you know what they're doing? They're going broke. They fill their time with all this crap they can get. It's like a seat on an airplane. If the plane takes off and the seat is empty, they're not making nothing. If the time goes by, they lost it. So at the last minute, they sell these, you know, these penile enhancement type of commercials, this crap. Get this vitamin, lose fat, deal with your kids. Crap. That's Anyway, why am I ranting and raving? Because I'm still bitter that they fired me, right? Who wouldn't be? But anyway, I'm back on the internet. You get it at lentillum.com. We're playing. I don't have calls. I don't have phones. They're coming. I promise they're coming. That's what they tell me. It's like you build a house. Everybody BSs to you when it's coming, but it is coming. I'm ranting. What I'm saying is you got the show on the Internet. There's no commercials. I love doing it. I'm putting it out there. Please tell a friend. Rate me on iTunes. I could use five stars. Um, download it, let people know. Here we are. And when the phone lines come in, we'll be live. Right now, we're using best of calls from my days at KGO, KKSF. New fresh calls to you and to me. I'm hearing. I did the calls, and I can't even remember them. I like listening to them. So, all right, let's start this show. Sherry in San Bruno. How come you're calling a lawyer, Sherry? Hi, Lynn. Thanks for taking my call. What's going on? Well, my daughter um, was hit by a commercial truck in San Francisco in June, and the insurance company's been dragging their feet so much that uh, I really feel like I need to intervene, although we originally agreed she would be a grown-up and take care of this herself. Well, what kind of a car was your daughter in when the accident happened? A 2000 Mitsubishi Galant. And how much is it going to cost for a body shop? Did she get an estimate? How much will it cost for the body shop to fix it? Yeah, she did get an estimate. Uh, she went to the place the insurance director her to go, um, but they wouldn't give us a copy. They would only give the information to the insurance company, so we really don't know what the estimate was. It is uh, door frame uh, damage. It's still drivable. Um, Name but, the insurance you know. company. Name the insurance company. I don't have it in front of me. They're um, usually pretty good at fixing body damage, especially if you go to their shop. You can go to any shop you want. Let me explain something. It's been over three months, and they still haven't fixed the car. Is the car drivable? Yes, it is. Well, you have to understand the insurance company represents, you know, uh, the company that, you know, was driving the truck, the truck that hit your daughter, not you. They don't have to work for you. They don't have to provide you with anything you may have to sue them and subpoena the body shop estimate or take them to small claims court. You know Exactly. That's what I wanted to talk to you about. See okay. if it was possible. Yes, it's absolutely possible. The accident was the what they hit it from the rear or side swiped her? Um driver's side door. Okay. Did the police come? 
we wanted the police to come. Uh, it, we waited so long on Van Ness. It was right in front of City Hall. No, um, they got better things called, to do. The police definitely was called. They were called three times, actually, that they said that they have other priorities. If, With if, no injuries, they really don't. Right. You know, if no one, but you, wait, wait a second. So the guy wait, wait, Cherry, the guy. you were in the car with your daughter. Not at all. Oh, well, you said we waited for the cops to come. I thought you were there. We did, because she called me. She said, I've been waiting for a long time. I've been hit. Uh, um, and, you know, I'm in San Bruno, so I, my husband and I, we go up there. We get in communication with the driver who did the damage. And he says, you know, I've been driving for 30 years, and this is my second accident in one week. Did he admit that it was his fault? Yeah. Okay, you can go with your daughter. She's 21, I know. You can go as a witness to small claims court. And really, if you describe and you make a diagram, you know, on a, just a, a, piece, a sheet, a big sheet of paper, you make a diagram of how the accident happened. When usually, when you hit in the side, and she wasn't running through a light, it's clearly the truck driver's fault. You get an estimate from your auto body shop, and you sue the company and, and the driver in small claims court, and you'll win. And then, once you sue the company, the insurance company will jump to fixing it. They're just stalling your daughter because that's what insurance companies like to do. They don't like to pay money out. Right, exactly. You got to force. Like they can take advantage of a twenty-one-year-old. Yes, exactly. And the way you have to fight back is you have to sue them. Your daughter has to sue them in small claims court. Got it? Do you think it? Do you think it would be smart for me to give them a heads up, the insurance company? Hey, we're doing this. Here's a chance for you to make it right. No, because it's a waste of breath. It's been three months and they're not doing it. And once you sue them and you serve the papers on that company. You can settle for the damages of your estimate, and your daughter can say, well, you know, she should also put, was she hurt a little bit in the accident? Um, not really, no. No, okay. She could, sometimes you claim personal injury, but if she wasn't hurt, here's what you, just sue them. I'm telling you, they've stalled you long enough. Have your daughter sue them in small claims court, serve the papers on the trucking company, end of story. If you're having trouble figuring out who to serve or who owns the truck, Every small claims court, even the small claims court in San Francisco, has a small claims court advisor who will help you figure all that stuff out for free. Oh, wow, that's awesome. So because it happened in San Francisco, that's where we go? Yes, that's where the jurisdiction is, where the accident okay. happened. Sue in right. San Francisco. You're awesome. Thank you so Good much. Good luck. Don't wait any longer. Get it, your own estimate and get it fixed, okay? Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Sarah in Berkeley, Len Tillum. News Talk 910, Hi, Sarah. Hey, how come you're calling a lawyer? Well, I love your show, by the way. Thank you. I never thought I'd be talking to you. Um, I ended up uh, going to the airport, uh, the Oakland airport, the other day to pick up my father-in-law. And um, so the where the terminals are, it's all glass, right? And I ended up getting hit by an automatic door. So if you imagine, there's you know four glass panels. Door number two and three are the ones that open. When I was walking by, for some reason or another, the fourth door or panel, if you will, was open. And so I peeked my head in there looking for my father-in-law because I had assumed that that was the entrance. And all of a sudden, somebody had set off the real entrance to the door, and it, it, I got bashed in the head, my lower uh, you know, left-hand side of my head. Wait, um, wait, 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 wait a second. Wait, wait a second. The doors have glass in them. How how could you yes. peek through the door? The glass would have stopped you. I don't understand that. Because obviously somebody uh, made a mistake. Those doors, we researched this later on, when 
the, uh, let's just say, door number one and four, you know what I mean, those outside panels. Actually, I'm looking right now, you know, Google, and, and you pull it up. I've got pictures of the Oakland airport, and I see the doors right now. I can, I'm looking yeah, at them. There you go, and maybe they're still propped open and, and hitting innocent bystanders. Who knows? You, you mean but, the yeah, door was, was open? The door was open, and then it closed on your head? Is that what you're saying? No, 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 no. So imagine, okay, so you got... Let's just say four panels, right? Yeah. Four glass panels. Okay. Panel number two and three are the ones that open. They slide open. Okay. For some reason, the outside glass panel, one of them was open. And so you mean I missing? The glass wasn't there? It wasn't missing, but it was open as if somebody must have been... I mean, this is... It, first of all, it's a faulty door because come to find out those panels are only supposed to be open in emergency situations when the actual door is stuck shut. But, you know, you're like, you're not supposed to just be able to push those open, right? right. So one of them was open, right? So one of them was open. So when somebody set off the real entrance, all of a sudden, boom, I'm hit when the door opens. Oh, you got hit from the side. That door smacked into yeah. your head, right? Yeah. I, well, how old are you, Sarah? I'm 29. How badly were you hurt? Uh, bad enough to where I was hoping that the pain would go away, but four in the morning I went to the emergency room. That was yesterday? No, this was, uh, I got hit Saturday, so okay. then I went Sunday morning. Okay, and you went 4 a.m. And, 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 and when you went, you know, it's Labor Day weekend, you went to the emergency room, what, they gave you some Vicodin or something and said, go home and rest it and put ice on it, something like that? Yeah, well, they said it's just going to be a, a sprain. Mm -hmm. And, you know, um, that it didn't, there was no ruptured discs or anything, and that hopefully it'll go away. Um, and, uh, you know, they gave me a C collar while I was there, but um, they said those actually can stiffen you up. So yeah, I don't know. A lot of, I've spoken to some orthopedic surgeons who don't like them. Yeah. Yeah, lay down, don't strain, which I've got, you know, a 12-month-old baby. It's kind of hard not to do that. But mm -hmm. meanwhile, uh, my husband and father-in-law are, you know, taking care of the baby for me. And, you know, sleeping is painful. And so I'm sure that emergency bill is going to be pretty big. Did you have an MRI? Yeah, I had an MRI in the emergency room. So You can look uh, at a $25,000 bill. I was hit by a car taken to the Napa Valley, Queen of the Valley emergency room. They did this MRI on me. I had a $35,000 bill. It's unbelievable. Oh you got health insurance, don't yeah. you? Thank no, I don't. You and your husband do not have health insurance? We sure do not. Okay. No. Oh, my God. Um, I know. So, you know what? And then it's like, this is their fault. I went uh, right after this wait, happened. Wait, 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 wait. Wait a yeah. second. It is their fault. But if you think they're going to write you a check for your emergency room visit, don't hold your breath. Let, let, me, let me deal with one thing at a time. Sure. Do you and your husband have, do you own your own house? Uh, yes. Is it underwater? Well, close <laughs> No. Okay. Well, the thing is, uh, there's, there's county medical service. It's not in our name. It, it's oh, not it, our name. Even, oh, here's another question. Going to give it to us. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Here's an important question. If you have... Less than $2,000 in the bank, or how much is it for a couple, David, for, for a CMSP? If you have less, if you're single and you have less than $2,000 in the bank, you get what's known as 
County Services Medical Program, which will pay that $20,000 hospital bill. It's $3,000 for a couple. Um, you should apply. How much money? I, I, I know you've got a case against the airport, but I'm telling you, by the time the case against the airport, the Oakland airport settles, you will have 14 creditors calling you on that $25,000 emergency room bill. So I'm trying to help you wow. with that first. Um, how much money do you and your husband have in savings? About. Oh, gosh, right right now we've got $800 in the account. Okay, listen to me. This is really important. You need to fill out an application for County Services Medical Program, CMSP, County Medical Services Program. It's like Medi-Cal. You have to do it within 30 days of when the charge was incurred, and you just call up the, the – you live in Alameda County? Yeah. You call up the Alameda County Department of Social Services – and you apply for CMSP, County Medical Services Program, and that will cover the hospital bill, and that will take care of the creditors. When you settle your case, you'll have to pay back CMSP. But don't think the Oakland Airport is going to give you one penny. They're going to tell you it was your fault. I'm sorry. Goodbye. I'm telling you, that's the way it goes. You understand? So that bill is a big problem, and you got a 12-month-old baby, and you're in pain, and you don't need this aggravation. You got it? I know. Tell me about it. Okay, so... Well, what if we're moving to Missouri in three weeks? Is this going to be an issue? Even if you move to Missouri in three weeks, you think collection agencies aren't going to hound you in Missouri? And oh, if they, no, I know they will, but will I still be able to yes, apply for this? Yes, here's the thing. Be able to go after them in the future? Listen to me. Yeah, we'll, we'll take care of everything. Within 30 days of your visit to the emergency room... You have to apply. I would do it today. I think you can do it online. Look up Alameda County Department of Social Services and apply for County uh, County Medical Services Program. It's like Medi-Cal. They'll pay your bill. You got it? And then if you move to uh, Missouri, it's not a problem. It's covered. You don't owe them anything back. You don't have to pay anything back. There's a benefit out there that you qualify, and I urge you to take advantage of it. If you go to Missouri... You know, and you relocate, and I hope you both get great jobs and you have a good life there. You go to Missouri without doing this, you're a big dope. You understand? And yeah, Just sure. take care of that. That'll take care of the bill. Okay? As to the case against the Oakland Airport, every place, including the Oakland Airport, owes visitors what's called a duty of due care. They got to protect you from hazards associated with the property. And I think if there's an opening in the wall of glass along the curb, they should have either shut off the automatic door or put up a board or a ribbon or something to warn people. You understand? They should have done that. Yeah. So you got clopped in the head. Um, I hope you feel better soon. And if, if you get better, you're 29. And if the soft tissue injuries go away and you feel all better, that's wonderful because... The case isn't worth a lot of money, and you may never sue because you're in Missouri and you'd have to come back for small claims court because a lawyer's not going to take this case unless you really hurt badly. You follow me on that? Okay. So, yeah. I, I mean, you may be in Missouri. You may be pregnant with your second kid a year from now, whatever. You know, I'm making up these things. But if you don't sue, it's not the end of the world, especially if nobody's hounding you for that $25,000 emergency room bill, okay? Okay. So you got six months This is a public entity. You have six months to file a special claim against the airport. If you don't file it against the airport, you're going to lose your chance to sue the airport for your injuries. Once you submit a claim, they have 45 days to accept it or reject it. And if they reject it, you got six months to file your lawsuit. But I, I, you know, 
I hope you're all better, and the biggest problem for you will be, I'm sorry this happened, but you've got this emergency room bill, and you have to take care of it. You got that, Sarah? Yeah. All right. Okay, so is there anyone that you can refer to me? You mean a lawyer? Yeah. No, because... uh, what lawyer wants this case? He's got a client in Missouri. Are you going to come back to California for depositions? Are you going to do all this stuff? And you're not hurt that badly. Okay. Uh, what I'm saying to you is I don't think lawyers are going to help you. I'm the only lawyer who's going to help you for free on the radio. But I'm yeah. helping you by getting rid of that bill so the bill collectors don't keep hounding you for the rest of your life. Okay. CMSP. Call up Alameda County Department of Social Services. Got it? Okay. All right. Good luck to you, Sarah. Thank you for calling. William in Milpitas. Len Tillum, how come you're calling a lawyer, William? Yeah, I'm right here. I got arrested for DUI. What happened? Okay, uh, the cop pulled me over, said that I did not stop completely at a stop sign, and that my license plate light was out. He then gave me an eye test while I was sitting in the car. Um, Then he asked me to get out, and I have physical problems. I have a scoliosis and a... I must have disagreed. I told this to the cop, and I have a pronounced limp. I and told the cop this, and he still, you know, we did the field. He started the field sobriety test. He asked me to do nine steps, heel to toe, forward and back. And I told the cop, that seems impossible. Could you show me that that's possible and do nine steps forward and back? Wait, 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 wait a minute. Well, I, gotta, okay. I want to hear this again, because already you get the Einstein putts of the ward of my lifetime. Wait a second. The cop says do nine steps forward and backward, and you said to the cops, nobody can do that. You show me how to do that. Is that what you said to the cop? That seems, yeah, I told him it seems impossible. Could you show me that it's possible to do that? And then what did he say? He arrested me. Boom, right? Right. Okay. And um, then what happened? Um, then he put me in the car, and I asked him, because I need medication, uh, could you please get the medication out of my car and, and give it to me? And he went to get it, and he came back, and he accused me of holding narcotics because he said it's illegal to have pills because they were in a bag without uh, a prescription. Were you handcuffed with your hands behind you in the back of the cop car at this time? Yes, I was. Okay, and, and the drugs, what are the drugs? They were blood pressure medicine, cholesterol medicine, and immunosuppressive medicine. So none of them like Vicodin Nothing or Oxycontin? Like I do not take anything like that, sir. Okay. All right, so he said you can't have drugs in a baggie, and right. you, of Basically, course, because you're so small. How old are you, William? I'm 36. At college graduate? Um, no. Okay, but you're pretty smart, and because you're so smart, you then explained the pharmacology of the drugs to the cop, right? No, I did not. Oh, good. And then what happened? Um, he, he just accused me of holding narcotics, and then he took me down to the prison. To the county jail? County jail. Okay. I asked him, I guess, asked him again. You know, while we were driving, is there any chance I can get my pills? They're important to me. And he just was not, not having it. No, they're not going to give you the pills. They don't give right. you pills. So okay. um, when you got down to the county jail, did they offer you another blood test or breath test or anything yeah. like that? Yes, they did. And I, I didn't say a word. I just, I just shut up at that point, and I just, I just clammed up. Well, I, why, I, why did you refuse a breath test? I don't understand. Why did you refuse that? Well, I felt like I was getting bullied because while we were driving in the car— I mean, first he's accused me of being, a, you know, holding narcotics. Okay. And then on the way there, he was driving very erratically. He was speeding and slowing down the stop signs very quickly and then uh, aggressively um, 
um, going faster out of the stop sign, and I asked the officer, could you please drive a little bit more carefully because I'm back here cuffed and you're throwing me around. He didn't um, throw an F-bomb at you like you're an F-bomb a-hole. He didn't say that to you, did he? No, he did not. I would have if I was the cop, but please go on. And then he, he said he's driving legally, and I just felt like he was just pushing me around in a way. So you showed him by refusing to cooperate. Uh, I just didn't. I was. I was just didn't know what was going on at that point. So I thought it was better just to shut up. Were you drunk at all? Had you been drinking? Um. Yes. Okay. So, what's your question to me? I I, I got to know where to start. Okay. My question is: They have a DMV hearing, and I'm wondering: Do I need a lawyer for the DMV hearing? Okay. There's a thing called. You read about it when you took your learner's permit. It's called California's implied consent law. And by accepting a driver's license, all of you Einsteins out there, when you get a driver's license, you agree to take a blood alcohol test whenever they ask you to take it. And they don't even need probable cause, you know, to make you do it. Right. And if you refuse a blood alcohol test, the DMV will suspend your license for an entire year. Mm-hmm. Okay? You can fight this. Right. But in order to beat it, you're going to have to prove... You did not refuse a blood alcohol test after you were arrested. Okay. Um, they have to arrest you first, did, mm-hmm. and they have to inform you that a refusal would result in a license suspension. Did the cops say if you refuse this test, we're gonna, you're going to lose your license for a year? Right. He told you that? He told me that. He was tape recording that, and I didn't say a word. Okay, but in the tape recording, he said you're in the room, right? We have here William in the room with me, yes, right? Yes, he said, he, he said you know... He, and you were in the room, so... Yeah, 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 yeah. I refused, right. Okay, um, uh, so, and by not answering, that's the same as refusing. So, um, I didn't say anything. You, you should make a note of this, William. I okay. did not say anything about you getting out of this one-year license suspension because the officer didn't listen to your erudite explanation as to how it just wasn't fair to make you do a field sobriety test. That's what I, I told him. He didn't, he didn't give me a chance. Even he don't have to give you nothing. He's the cop. He's got the badge and the gun. Right. You, you know what I... I, I, well, I, I should I subpoena the officer? At the you you are dog poop on the shoe of life when it comes I to know, that situation. Agree, yeah, yeah that, that's where you are. That's where we are. You know what I'm is talking? It, is it worth subpoenaing the officer for the DMV hearing? He'll probably be there. Okay. I, I mean, what's your defense? You lose. I, I, I got no idea. I have no idea what your defense is. You got it? I, I was uh, legally arrested with my defense. You were I what? I wasn't. I wasn't. I was arrested for no reason. That'd be my defense, I guess. Wait, you didn't stop at a stop sign. And I stop, oh, no, no, I did not come to a complete stop at a stop sign. Well, that's that. That's 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 called uh, what I do, but I don't get caught for it most of the time because right. I'm in Sonoma. That's that's a ticket, right? When you roll through a stop sign, that's the same as not stopping. That's a ticket, okay? And your um, driver's light, the, the the license plate light was out, right? Right. Also, they don't need probable cause to make you take the test. And the cop will testify he noticed a, an odor of alcohol on your breath, your eyes were bloodshot, your speech was slurred. He's going to say all this stuff. If I wanted to take it to in trial in court, is it worth taking to uh, a Wait, wait, trial? take what? The, the, wait, 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 wait. Now, now, now which, taking the drunk to court or taking the license suspension to court? Now, this is something else. This is for the court case, for the DUI. Okay, wait, wait, let, let's go. The, the DMV, the Lewis of the license, is not in court. It's just in front of the Department of Motor Vehicles. It's an administrative uh, I, I understand that. 
again. It sounds like that's a lose, loser right Lose, there. yes. And then, right. all right, going to trial. Going to trial. Now, if I want to take it to a jury trial, should I get a private a lawyer? Are you, a, are you rich? Are you really no. a rich, rich no, guy? No, I'm not. Okay, so I don't see how you could win a jury trial. The cop will testify you refuse the test. And, and I got to tell you right now, I, my impression of you, you don't sound so sympathetic, sympathetic to me. I think you're a jerk. You know what I mean? You sound like a jerk. I'm giving it to you free. You know, you don't okay. sound sympathetic. And I don't think the jury's going to like you so much either. So you're going to spend 15 grand, uh, 10, 12 to 15 grand for a jury trial. Right. And what's the defense? You got no defense. I got no defense. Kiss your well, license my, goodbye. My defense would be my physical condition would be my, my defense. But he didn't. You got a physical condition. You got Forget it. I can't. Right. You got no defense. You I can go to, save your money, plead guilty. You want to talk to a criminal law attorney, do it. But uh, he'll convince you to give him $7,500 and it'll be thrown out money. Abraham in San Leandro. Len, tell him. How come you're calling a lawyer, Abraham? Thank you for taking my call, Mr. Tillam. Okay, um, I was uh, stopped for um, driving or passing a bus, a school bus. And um, I went to the court, and I was just wondering if the judge made an error on the judgment. Now, you went to trial, what they said, you passed a, park, a stop school bus, and the red lights were flashing and all that stuff. That's yes, what... That is correct. Okay, and you went to trial on this issue. Yes. And why do you, and you lost, I guess, right? Your judge found you guilty, yeah? Yes, uh, he said I'm guilty, but I, you know, I showed him lots of facts that, you know, I did not pass the bus. What, what, what? Because what? I, yeah, tell me the facts you told the judge. Okay, yes, because when the officer stopped me, I asked her a few questions. The first question I asked her, how come did you let the other three cars passing the bus without giving them ticket? Her answer was, I cannot, you know, stop everybody. The second fact was, I asked her, how did you know that the flashing red or the lights flashing red are flashing? And the stop sign is sticking out. She said, I was looking at the rear view mirror. She was inside the car because I couldn't see her when she was, when, you know, when I passed her. I told her, when I go to the, to the court, I want you to remember those things because I'm going to ask you in front of the judge. She said, okay. So when I went in front of the judge, I asked her, how far were you or how, how far are you in front of the bus? She said, 10 feet. Prior to that, I, I did some measurement to see how, you know, how, how far I would be able to see the red lights on the front. I did the measurement. I, you know, I need over 60 feet to see, the, you know, the, uh, the lights are flashing from the top. Wait, 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 wait. wait. So if, wait, wait, yes, wait, wait, wait. Thank you. If yes. you were looking in your rearview mirror from 10 feet, you couldn't see the lights flashing on the bus, right? Absolutely not. And you testified to that? Yes, because I did the measurement exactly over 60 feet, sir. Okay, and you told the judge all that evidence, and the judge had said, Abraham, you're guilty, pay the fine, and you want to appeal because the judge didn't listen to your evidence and listened to the cop's evidence. Is that right? You are absolutely correct. Okay, did did the district attorney or who was ever prosecuting the case ask you if you passed the bus with the red lights flashing? Uh, the district attorney, you know, nobody, uh, I don't even know what the district Who asked, who represented the cop? Who asked questions? Uh, the judge. Okay, did the judge ask you if you passed the bus with the lights flashing? If the judge, he asked me, he said, did you see the bus? I said, yes, I did. And did you, and, and what about the lights? You said they weren't on? Uh, he, 
She's saying you are on, but, you know, I proved, as I said, I told you, Mr. Tillum, that there is no way, there is no possible way she could see him. Uh, I understand. Uh, I understand. Wait a minute. I'm asking you. We're not in no. court now. Were the lights on when you passed the bus? No, I did not. Okay. Because uh, if, you, if you don't mind, I'm going to add something to that. Please. You know, I told, okay, I, I told the judge, or I asked the judge, I said, you know, since there's a three people are passing the bus, there is no way. Those, you know, some of those people will stop for the bus because if you go to the DMV to get your driving license, you have to have a written test. In order to uh, to uh, get the driving license, you have to have an 82% passing score, which is translated 0.7 of that car will not know the law, and 3.3 will stop for that. Good try, Abraham. Listen to me. L let me explain yes. something. Yes. Um, in order to appeal. It's a, it's very difficult. The bar to appeal is raised very high. It's not enough. You can't argue that the judge interpreted the evidence incorrectly. You're saying the judge, if the evidence is impossible, I couldn't pass the bus, the cop was wrong, the judge should have listened to me. You see, you have to, because these courts don't want to hear a case over and over again, so they give the judge a lot of benefit of the doubt. So if the judge decided to believe the police officer instead of you, maybe the judge thought, I'm not saying, but maybe the judge thought you were wrong in evaluating the distance and believes the cop. The judge interpreted the evidence like a jury against you. And that's not enough to get an appeal to win an appeal. You have to prove that the evidence, as it was presented in trial, could not have been interpreted in any way to find you guilty. But the evidence the cop presented that you did pass the bus can be it's enough. You'd have to prove what's called an abuse of discretion by the judge and that the judge gets the benefit of the doubt. That's not easy. You're not going to get to argue your case all over from the beginning. So you're not going to get an appeal. I wouldn't spend money on an appeal and you can't do it yourself anyway. You know, it's I, I really did file the appeal. Okay. Good. Good luck. Good luck to you. And uh, if you win it, um, I hope you know. Let me know what happens. But um, okay, are you going to hire a lawyer for this appeal? I was thinking to do it myself because good. you know it's very self-explained. Okay. Know? And when you say when you say they ask you on the form what's the reason for the appeal, right? Something like that. They say that. Why are you appealing? What are you going to say? And uh, what I was trying to say is that the evidence I, I brought in front of the judge it should be enough to dismiss the case. And what about the police officer's evidence? Well, I did, you know, the police officer, you know, to be honest with you, Mr. Pillam, she was not telling the truth anywhere uh, all the way. I know, but don't you yes. understand? Wait, Abraham, listen to me. Yes. yes That's sir. what I'm saying. Yes. The judge chose to believe the police officer over you. And God does not come and write on the wall who's telling the truth. So... If oh, the, my God. You know, I, I, that's a surprise. You know, lightning, somebody lies on the stand, lightning doesn't strike them anymore. Doesn't, that used oh to be in the, God. maybe in the Old Testament, but not now. You know what I mean? So, yes. so, I don't think that's enough to get an appeal, but you try for it, and good luck to you, my friend. All right? Okay, thank you, Mr. Tillam. Okay, very good. Dominic in San Carlos, Len Tillam. News Talk 910, Dominic, why are you calling a lawyer? Hey, uh, man, good to have you back on the radio. Thanks. I love being back on the radio. Thank you, 910. What's going on? Um, I have a, a dumb little brother that uh, got into a lot of problems. He was uh, driving without a license. Uh, he was under the influence. 
and and uh, when he noticed that the police were, you know, behind them, he tried evading them. How and, old is your dumb little brother? An accident. How yes, he ended up getting into an accident. He he drove into a like a concrete divider. Right, running from uh, the cops. How old is he? Seventeen. And when they caught him, he was drunk, right, or he'd been drinking? Yeah. Yes. Uh huh. Okay. Why are you calling me? Well, because um, the, apparently the police can't find the report, so I have a copy of it, and they're asking me for a copy. And I'm wondering if I could get in trouble if I say, I don't know, I lost it or my dog ate it or something like that. Um, yeah, well, wait, wait a second. Even if the police report is never discovered, uh, a police report is what the officers, you know, wrote down what happened. They can still remember what happened. You know, there was a passenger in the car. Was that passenger injured? Uh, yeah, a passenger was injured. Yeah. So, you know, they remember that. And, and your brother's 17. He's a minor. Is he being tried in juvenile court? Uh, yes. Okay. Um, so uh, you gave David some code citations uh, of what they're charging your brother with. And they uh -huh. indicate that they cited him for probation violation in addition to driving without a license. And um, a drunk driving by a minor and injury is a felony. Okay? Oh, wow. So it's a felony. And combine this with his prior conviction, they could put him away. They're not gonna, he could go to California Youth Authority, but they won't. How's he doing school? Does he go to school or is he not in school anymore? Uh, no. No school. So does he hang out all day doing nothing? Um, most of the time he spends in juvenile hall. Oh, he's been in juvenile hall a lot. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, so the police know you have this report. If you lose it or destroy it, maybe they could charge you with destruction of evidence. If you, you're not allowed to lie to cops, it's a lie. Um, there's no privilege. You don't have the right to refuse to testify against your brother. Look, I don't know. Um, I, I, if you refuse to turn over the police report, whether or not you get charged with a crime depends on how badly the cops want to put your brother behind bars. He's in juvenile hall right now. He's been in trouble a long time. Even without the report, the um, even without the report, they're going to put it together and get him. This, this brother of yours has got a lot of problems. You know that. And, and he tried to evade the cops. I don't think you're going to help at all if you withhold the report. You know, you know what I would do if I were you. Your brother-in-law has a public defender. So if I were you, I would ask his public defender what you should do. Go talk to them. They'll tell you what to do. But I, I don't think you should lie to the cops. Absolutely not. That wraps up another show today. Not so bad. Goes fast. It's about the length of a full show. When I was doing an hour show on the radio stations, 20 to 25 minutes of it was commercials and news and other nonsense. You don't need that. You're just getting the calls. You're getting your fix of lentilum straight into your vein. You got that? No dilution. Can you stand it? I bet you can. <laughs> you know, it's like the sound of one hand clapping. I'm not getting calls. I don't even know what's going out there. But we've been getting good numbers on iTunes. We've been getting good numbers at lentilum.com, my webpage. People are listening. The word's getting out. By the way, will you send me an email? Lentilum.com. We've gotten emails from Hawaii and Australia. People are listening who used to live in the Bay Area. They're finding the show. Tell some people. The more people who listen will generate a critical mass. I don't even know what we'll generate. But I'm going to keep doing this. I don't care if there's only one person listening. Well, I do care. But um, anyway, thank you. Good show today. See you soon. Come back tonight, tomorrow.
That's all. Just keep coming back. Monday to Friday, we'll do a show for you.